This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. After the cold weekend, Saturday's high of only 25 degrees with a wind chill of 15. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 35 in College Park, 32 in Fairfax, 36 on the National Mall. 459. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up with... Following several breaking stories. Countdown to shutdown on WTOP as the House passes a bill to keep the government funded into early March. Stay with WTOP. Live update from our Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. Also a lot of snow coming. We had a lot of snow on Monday. Now we're getting another round of a winter storm tomorrow. Three to four inches could be on the ground in places by this time tomorrow. Flakes start falling around five in the morning. And we have word Alexandria City Public Schools are closed tomorrow. And breaking news. Four astronauts headed to the International Space Station at this hour. Dow up 202 points. 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Linda Kenyon. No government shutdown. On this vote, the yeas are 314, the nays are 108. That was the vote in the House, which followed the Senate's lead earlier today. The bill funds some government operations through March 1st, others through March 8th. Passage came just before tomorrow's deadline to avert a government shutdown. Ignition, engine full power, and let's go. SpaceX has launched another privately funded flight to the International Space Station. I'm Peter King at the Kennedy Space Center. The crew is led by former NASA astronaut Michael Lopez Alegria. He's making his second flight for Axiom Space. His crewmates are astronauts whose seats were paid for by their respective countries, Italy, Sweden, and Turkey. They'll spend about two weeks aboard the space station conducting experiments, doing educational outreach, and this is the third Axiom Space flight to the space station. The company is using these missions as a learning tool for orbiting its own commercial space station by the end of the decade. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. A cascade of failures. That's how a new Justice Department report describes the law enforcement response to the Uvalde school shootings. Attorney General Merrick Garland released the findings. Law enforcement officers from different agencies who had self-deployed to the scene in overwhelming numbers were themselves waiting for leadership decisions about how to proceed. Many officers reported that they did not know who, if anyone, was in charge. Nineteen children and two teachers were killed in that 2022 elementary school attack. Winter weather has been snarling travel in the Pacific Northwest. This man in Snohomish County, Washington, was trying to get to work. It's out of our control, right? So we just have to go with the flow and hope for the best. It is the second round of U.S. airstrikes against Houthi rebel positions in Yemen in less than 24 hours. CBS News national security correspondent David Martin has the latest. The strikes which began last week have now taken out enough of the Houthi air defenses that the U.S. military can operate slow-flying drones over Yemen. 
giving the warships offshore a much better picture of where the Houthis are setting up launchers to fire. The Houthis have been attacking commercial shipping in the Red Sea. Instagram will begin nudging teenagers using its app after 10 o'clock p.m., essentially saying time to take a break. At least when it comes to Facebook and Instagram, it appears as though they are starting to tread into the question of whether or not people are addicted to their app by encouraging them not to use it too much. CBS News tech contributor Ian Schur. This is CBS News. Think Riley Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. And now, a special update from the WTOP Traffic Center. Big crash on the Beltway at the American Legion Bridge, and the rush home just got a lot slower on the outer loop, where traffic in Bethesda is jammed from 355 to the Potomac, where only two right lanes are getting by. Simultaneously, on the inner loop at the GW Parkway, a crash just pushed onto the shoulder, but with long delays on both loops toward the Legion Bridge. During this, the last dry rush hour of the work week. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP News. It's 5.03 on Thursday afternoon, January 18th. Clouds right now. Temperature starting to drop a bit, hanging around the low to mid-30s. Good afternoon. I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour is the new winter blast heading our way. We began the week with snow. We're ending it with the same kinds of stuff anywhere from one to four inches on the ground around D.C. and the suburbs. Alexandria City Public Schools are already closed for tomorrow. We'll tell you whether other school systems will do the same. Here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Gearing up for snowmaker number two. That begins overnight tonight. Snow starting around 3 a.m., lasting through the afternoon on your Friday. So a good 10 to 12 hours with light to moderate snow. Just like we had Monday, the total is anywhere from 1 to 3 inches. So that winter weather advisory will stay in effect through at least tomorrow morning into the afternoon. Then we turn our attention to cold temperature. Saturday's high of only 25 with a wind chill of 15 degrees. You want to keep it right here on WTOP, the place where people turn when weather threatens. We'll keep you updated with traffic and weather on the 8s. Well, driving while it's snowy, even after all the snow fell on Monday, was tricky to say the least. While you might groan at the thought of having to do it all over again tomorrow, Maryland State Highway Administration tells us Monday's snowstorm may actually have help crews as they go back out to treat the roads tonight and tomorrow. We have enough salt on the roadway right now to act as a pre-treatment. That film that was left behind from the previous storm will help prevent that initial bonding of snow and ice from adhering to the pavement, turning into slush and easy to get it off the roadways. We're going to be bringing people in around midnight tonight, loading everybody up and then uh, we'll be ready to go when that storm hits at dawn and we'll be patrolling and treating the roadways with rock salt and with uh, salt brine. That's Charlie Gishler with the Maryland State Highway Administration who joined us a bit earlier here on WTOP. The other big story we're following tonight, the historic section of D.C.'s Anacostia neighborhood was rocked by explosions earlier today. We are learning what likely caused two buildings in the southeast neighborhood to explode about 10 this morning. WTOP's John Doman reports from the scene. It appears a vehicle hit a gas meter here along Marion Barry Avenue in Southeast. And arriving firefighters couldn't just smell the gas leaking out, they could hear it. Lieutenant Ryan Bolton with DC Fire was one of the first ones here. We all know natural gas is flammable. 
Uh, we all know that it doesn't take anything more than a spark to ignite it in some cases. Notably, there is a daycare in the building where the first explosion occurred. Those people were evacuated uh, right away by staff and by the fire department. All 16 of those children are safe. D.C. Fire Chief John Donnelly. A really great job by the first responders and the operators of the daycare. Uh, we're very proud of them. The second explosion blew out a convenience store. That's now just a big gap amid other storefronts here. Luckily, only one person was hurt, suffering just minor injuries. In Anacostia, John Dome and WTOP News. This just into WTOP news that Hunter Biden has now agreed to be deposed with House Republicans on February 28th. Now that comes and that development comes after he defied the first subpoena to testify. This all according to the House Republican Committee. Again, Hunter Biden, the president's son, agrees to a February 28th deposition with House Republicans. Keep it here on WTOP for more details. New tonight, former Loudoun County Public School Superintendent Scott Ziegler will not be sentenced this evening. He was facing up to a year behind bars and a $2,500 fine on charges related to the school system's handling of two sexual assaults by the same student. In a statement to WTOP, Ziegler's attorney says they argued a motion to set aside the verdict. Now the judge is looking it over and will not move forward with the sentencing until the ruling is issued on that motion. No new sentencing date has been set. Now, back in September, a jury found Ziegler guilty of retaliation when he fired an elementary school teacher. That teacher, Aaron Brooks, testified Ziegler in a grand jury case uh, was looking into how the school system handled the sex assaults three years ago. Well, coming up in money news after traffic and weather. A wine store with an unusual way of marketing. I'm Jeff Glabel. WTOP at 508. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks. It's breaking now. We've got Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, at least the roads are dry, right? It's not snowing, so there's that. But on the American Legion Bridge, big backup on the outer loop because of the crash on the bridge. Now, the State Highway Administration has just given you another lane back. It's three right lanes getting by the crash on the Legion Bridge. The two left lanes remain blocked. They've straightened out the vehicles that went sideways. So making progress, but still blocking two left lanes on the outer loop. On the inner loop, the crash that happened simultaneously at the GW Parkway. Well, that was relatively quickly pushed onto the right shoulder. All told, more than half a dozen vehicles involved between these two crashes and big backups on both loops. Again, outer loop, two left lanes blocked. Inner loop, all lanes open. But with rubbernecking, your delay starts back at Route 7. Otherwise, on the Beltway in Prince George's County, on the Interloop, it is quite slow from College Park toward Greenbelt with a new crash reported near Kenilworth Avenue and the likelihood of a lane block there on the Interloop. Rush hour congestion downstream toward Lanham and Landover. BW Parkway, the crash from last hour, northbound near 450, cleared. Still trying to recover back on DC 295. And in southeast DC, Anacostia still have several streets closed at the building explosion investigation, including Marion Berry Avenue, formerly Good Hope Road, east of King Avenue. And MLK is still blocked between the 11th Street Bridge and about V Street southeast. I 295 and 395, southbound volume delays, leaving the bridge. 
Bridges and in Virginia on 95. While southbound traffic isn't doing too badly for a rush hour, northbound, it is very heavy and slow, trudging through Marine Corps Base Quantico. The mobile work crew is moving very slowly, even by mobile work crew standards. They've only gone about a half a mile north of Dumfries Road. And at last report, when last seen, still blocking a couple of left lanes. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get more details on this winter weather. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Cool and cloudy this evening, but we are snow-free until the overnight hours. So any evening plans, you want to do a store run, some errands, do that tonight as the pavement is dry. Tomorrow, by the time you wake up, snow already falling, so snow-covered roads likely already by 7 to 8 a.m. That continues through Friday morning into the afternoon. Eventually, the snow winds down by 2 to 3 p.m. and we'll be left with cold temperatures, wind chills, Saturday morning in the single digits in the afternoon, only around 15. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. For now, temperatures uh, around the freezing mark. 34 in Georgetown, 34 in Bowie, 31 in Leesburg. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. New claims for unemployment benefits unexpectedly dropped last week into the lowest level in more than a year. Credit card delinquencies are rising, and that includes around here. WalletHub says 18% of personal credit card accounts in Maryland are at least 30 days past due. 19% in Virginia, Alabama, Louisiana, and Arkansas have the highest delinquency rates, more than 30%. Boston wine store Urban Grape is opening its second location in D.C.'s Shaw neighborhood next week. It sells wine with a twist. Urban Grape categorizes wine by body, not varietal. It says that makes it easier for buyers to find wines that suit their palate. The Dow finished the day up 202 points. The S&P 500 up 42, almost 1%. The Nasdaq up 200 points. That was 1 and a third percent. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Coming up on WTOP, have we avoided a partial government shutdown? WTOP's Mitchell M- Miller joins us live from Capitol Hill next, 512. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Valentine's Day is here. This year, give the ultimate gift. Name a star after your sweetheart. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For 45 years, we've named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can give the most memorable gift. The star your name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Here's Julie Chapman. The Vice President and Head of Legal for North America at LexisNexis on the discussion, Data to Decisions, the Role of AI and Analytics. 
Sponsored by LexisNexis. We have to make sure the content that the large language model is talking to is reliable content. You don't want to be using the chat GPT in a government space. And then keep humans in the process. We want to make sure that we're looking at and rating the responses you receive. Watch the entire discussion on federalnewsnetwork.com. Search LexisNexis. LexisNexis leads the way with artificial intelligence in the legal industry. LexisNexis products have leveraged extractive AI for years to support key legal tasks. Now, Lexis Plus AI, a revolutionary generative AI product offering, is transforming legal workflows with conversational search, summarization, and drafting. Visit LexisNexis.com slash AI to learn how we can help empower attorneys at federal agencies. That's LexisNexis.com slash AI. Later this hour, some people are dreaming of a casino popping up in Tyson's. We'll tell you whether a bill to approve it is making any progress in Richmond. Keep it here on WTOP. Embrace the world and create unforgettable memories with KLM Royal Dutch Airlines. KLM can fly you to over 160 destinations worldwide. Discover the charms of Europe, the cultural wonders of Africa, the magic of Asia, and more. All through KLM's convenient flight schedule. Whether you're a seasoned explorer or embarking on your first overseas adventure, KLM is your gateway to the world. So what are you waiting for? Plan your next trip by contacting your travel agent or going to KLM.com. Again, that's KLM.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 515. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us. This just into the WTOP newsroom. Stafford County Public Schools will open two hours late tomorrow. Stafford County Public Schools, two hours late tomorrow. This on top of Alexandria City Public Schools closing tomorrow. You can get the full list of closings and delays anytime we have bad weather here on WTOP. Breaking news on WTOP. A federal government shutdown has been avoided. On this vote, the yeas are 314, the nays are 108. The House voted moments ago to approve a continuing resolution just a day ahead of tomorrow night's midnight deadline. Joining us live from Capitol Hill, WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Mitch, this passed on a bipartisan vote, but we still had a lot of Republican opposition. What happened here? Right. Very interesting. Even though it overwhelmingly passed, that was mainly because of Democratic support. Republicans barely provided a majority of their majority. 107 GOP lawmakers voting for it, 106 against it. That's higher than the number that voted for the last short-term spending bill. Members of the House Freedom Caucus also tried to get a border amendment added at the last minute during a meeting with House Speaker Mike Johnson, but under suspension of the rules, that would have required a lot more work and potentially could have jeopardized that shutdown deadline tomorrow, so the leadership decided to reject that. Earlier, the Senate easily passed this 77 to 18, so it now moves on to President Biden for his signature, but as always, just a little bit of drama here at the end in the house mitch so we all take a collective big breath and sigh here but <laughs> only for a little bit longer right because we only have until march to get this full spending plan done right and i think these collective uh, breaths of relief are getting shorter and shorter uh this last time it seemed like this came up all you know right away because we're just in the start of the legislative year and really if you look at the calendar in the house it's pretty remarkable this 
continuing resolution gives them some breathing room until March. Uh, it's like the other one. It's broken into two spots, March 1st and March 8th, two dates. But when you look at the calendar, the House is actually out almost half of February. And in fact, all of the days of February at the end of the month, right up until March 1st. So it begs the question, does that really make the deadline more like mid-February to get a lot of this done? Also, keep in mind that all of this could not get done in time for the end of the fiscal year, which goes all the way back to October 1st. So lawmakers are way behind right now, and they are going to have a lot of work to do in between some extensive breaks this winter. Mitch, what's the the latest on that $110 billion aid package for Ukraine and Israel, along with the reforms at the southern border? Well, for supporters of it, Sean, there's a lot of good news. Uh, I talked to Senator Mark Warner of Virginia. He sounded very optimistic that they are making a lot of progress on the border deal and that that eventually could get them to an agreement related to aid for Israel and for Ukraine. And because they now have this shutdown ordeal behind them, many lawmakers think they can really laser focus on the supplemental and get that aid package passed. Thanks, Mitch. We appreciate it. You bet. WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Quick look at the top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. We are getting ready for another measurable snowfall, one to three inches around D.C., possibly more to the north and west. Alexandria City Public Schools closed tomorrow. Stafford County Public Schools are going to open on a two-hour delay. Also breaking, Hunter Biden agrees to a February 28th deposition with House Republicans. He had defied an earlier subpoena to testify. And the first privately funded flight to the International Space Station had a successful launch. Four European astronauts set to get to the station in about... About 35 hours. Full details in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s and all sorts of things going on. Dave Dildine. Some bad Beltway backups, that's for sure. In Montgomery County and Fairfax County, inner and outer loop. Heavy and slow toward the Legion Bridge. On the outer loop, it's slow from 355 on the 270 spur. To get onto the outer loop, traffic slows beyond the split uh, well before Democracy Boulevard. The crash on the American Legion Bridge keeps two left lanes blocked. It is three right lanes getting by on the outer loop. On the inner loop, heavy and slow from Route 7 toward the Legion Bridge. The crash was moved into the work area on the right shoulder near the GW Parkway, but rubbernecking ongoing. Inner loop, all lanes are open, but much slower than it would otherwise be. Also in Prince George's County, quite slow. College Park to Greenbelt briefly had one blocking a lane near Kenilworth Avenue. That was minor and pushed out of the way. The lanes are open. In Virginia, I-95 northbound jammed badly through Quantico to a point past Dumfries. The mobile work crew, not so mobile over the past 10 minutes, pretty much camped out in the two left lanes beyond exit 152. Now word of a crash southbound near the Dale City rest area. And all the while, it is a heavy rush hour, be it on Connecticut Avenue and Chevy Chase or Bladensburg Road through Cottage City or just driving the southeast-southwest freeway in D.C. Hopefully, this will be the last commute of the work week, given the snow forecast tomorrow. If you have the telework option, go ahead and use it tomorrow. The less traffic we have on the roads, the more room there will be for essential personnel and for snow-clearing crews. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world. It will change your own. Unbound 
Southbound.org. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get the timeline on what's going on with the snow coming our way. We've got 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Tracking your forecast, clouds tonight and chilly temperatures back down to freezing by 7 o'clock. So we had a few hours to at least thaw out today. But with the cloud cover, none of us reached the 40s for temperatures. As we track tomorrow, again, it's snow during the morning, early afternoon. A good 1 to 2, some spots up to 3 inches. And temperatures staying right around freezing. Saturday is the cold day with a high of 25, but a wind chill of 15 during the afternoon. And then Sunday, it starts to warm up to near 33 degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Lots of clouds. Temperatures starting to drop a little bit down to 32 in Rockville, 33 in Ashburn, but in Fort Washington, we're still coming in at 34 degrees, all brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, breaking news. Government shutdown averted. A special report next. It's 521. The much-anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride-and-drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show, January 19th through 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoshow.com. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Wayne LaRich, the Federal Civilian Field Chief Technology Officer and Solutions Architect for Palo Alto Networks Federal, says SASE, or Secure Access Security Edge, is how agencies can successfully evolve away from VPNs. What SASE really does, though, is it brings in a bunch of different use cases under that umbrella. We're looking at not only the you know, users working from home, but also users working from a remote branch. So we're cascading in there other things like cost savings, you know, moving away from expensive MPLS-based networks. And then also on the flip side is the compliance piece. With SASE being an as-a-service model, a more flexible and agile model, we can really adopt things like high-fidelity logging, let Palo Alto Networks, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Listen to the full program at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation in government. I'm Katie from Long Roofing. What if I told you your roof could be energy efficient, stylish, and affordable? It can be with Metal Accent Roofing from Long. Metal shingles add timeless curb appeal to your home. And remember, highest quality doesn't have to mean highest price. Right now, get 50% off materials, plus no payments and no interest for two years. Visit longroofing.com to get your free estimate today. Breaking news on WTOP. CBS News special report. Congress has just voted to avert another government shutdown at midnight tonight, passing yet another temporary funding measure. On this vote, the yeas are 314, the nays are 108. Two-thirds being in the affirmative, the rules are suspended, and the Senate amendment is agreed to. CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland explains this is just kicking the can down the road and doesn't bode well for future spending negotiations. This is like the third of a trilogy of movies. This happened on September 30th. It happened again in November, and it's happening again now. They just passed short-term deals to extend the time frame in which they can negotiate how much to spend on government in 2024. 
The inability of lawmakers to pass a full budget for a fiscal year that started nearly four months ago has highlighted the dysfunction in Congress, which is also deadlocked on foreign aid money. CBS News Special Report. I'm Jim Crisula. 524, so what do you do with an empty car dealership along a busy road in Northern Virginia? Well, maybe you turn it into a casino resort. A state senator from Fairfax County formally introduced his legislation to bring gambling to Tyson's spot along Route 7 where cars were once bought and sold. The idea comes as cash flow continues to be an issue. Democratic State Senator Dave Marsden tells NBC4. We're not looking for necessarily more revenue, but we're looking for consistent revenue. And when one revenue stream declines, you know, we need to create other revenue streams. The General Assembly would have to approve it. Then voters would get a say through a ballot referendum. Sports at 25 and 55. George Wallace here as the commanders keep their search going for a new coach. Yeah, and Ben Johnson is the hot name, right, Sean? And he, the Lions offensive coordinator, spoke to the media today and, of course, was asked about his coaching options while also trying to get ready for a Tampa Bay team coming up this weekend in the divisional round of the playoffs. So he's going to have these interviews coming up and uh, with the Panthers and the commanders. That's coming up tomorrow. He was also asked about his familiarity with new GM Adam Peters. I know him just just very briefly. Uh, uh, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about people that have worked with him directly or have, have met him uh, over the course of scouting on the road. So um, look forward to, to meeting.